0: Hello, I'm Martin Park. You can call me Coach. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about information or motivation. Which is more important? And this story today might seem like I'm rambling on, but bear with me as it will hopefully make sense to you by the end. Way back in 1981, when I was a 24-year-old, I was working at a small suburban sports complex where I taught aerobics classes and circuit training classes. And it had a reasonably well-equipped gym so there was always a few people training that were serious and had decent physiques and there was one young italian boy who i'd helped on a few occasions who came up to me one day and he asked me if i knew anything about bodybuilding competitions as he was thinking of entering the ifbb junior mr australia which was a very heavily contested competition with an extremely high standard of competitor for anyone under 21 years of age At this stage of my career, I had already finished my naturopathy studies, and I had worked as a weight loss consultant at John Valentine's, and I had worked part-time at City Gym and Broadway Gym, which were big and hardcore bodybuilding gyms that had lots of competing bodybuilders, and I was currently working full-time at this sports complex. Plus, my father was a competitive bodybuilder himself back in Halifax, England, and he had won the Mr Bradford contest before I was born, and he had taken me to see a couple of the bigger bodybuilding contests in Australia, one being the Mr New South Wales in the mid-70s where Arnold Schwarzenegger was the guest poser, and the other being the Mr Olympia at the Sydney Opera House in 1980 where Arnold Schwarzenegger won. But other than that, I really knew nothing, and I told him that. I said I had never trained anyone for a competition, but if he wanted me to help him, then I would be happy to help him in any way that I could. The competition was three months away, so the first thing I did was I took a good look at his physique. He was short, but he was really nicely proportioned and very symmetrical and balanced. Plus, the hero muscles of calves and side deltoids and triceps weep were all naturally big on him. And by natural, I mean he didn’t even train his calves at all, as according to him, they had looked like that since he was 15. Also, he wasn’t that fat. I estimated that he needed to lose around 10 to 12 kilograms, 22 to 27 pounds, to be lean enough to be competitive. His biggest problem was that he didn't have much muscle separation, which I now know was due to his training style, but at that time I didn't have a clue why. So I wrote up a diet that hypothetically would get him to lose the 10 to 12 kilos by the end of the three months and put him on stage lean and ready. And with his training, I decided that I would take him off all the big compound exercises and get him to train with much more isolation and concentration movements. Where I came up with that advice is that it just seemed to make sense to me, even though I had no idea if it would work. He hated it, and he hated the diet that I had given him. So we were off to a great start. After a couple of days, he came to me and said that it wasn't working, so he was going to just give it a go on his own. Now, I knew little to nothing, but what I did know was that he didn't have a clue at all, and that if I left him on his own, he would turn up looking pretty much like he looked now, perhaps a bit leaner. So, I told him that if he was prepared to stick with me and what I wanted him to do, I would come in for every one of his workouts and personally take him through them and that way I could keep a close watch and he could talk to me about anything at all that was causing him doubt and trouble. He agreed. Six weight workouts a week plus six cardio sessions a week, walking, I was with him and completely without charge as this was a journey that we were both sharing. I designed his posing routine and his music. I bought his fake tanning lotion and his posing trunks. Plus, I spent a lot of time at his parents' house, who were lovely, but if they had had their way, he would have gained weight due to all the pasta and wine they would have fed him, as according to them, he was wasting away. The competition had over 30 competitors. The standard was outstanding. This was his and my first show, and we came in second. Second place in the 1981 IFBB Junior Mr. Australia. Not a bad effort at all. And just to end this part of the story, the following year, he opened up the first goals gym to be ever opened in Australia. It was a three-story massive gym, and he asked me to come and work with him as the head trainer, which was very nice of him, and to which I accepted and worked there with him for over three wonderful years. 20 years later. I'd now been running my own gym, the Natural Physique Centre, Leisure Gym, for 17 years. And in that time, along with training thousands and thousands of people from all walks of life, I had also created numerous natural bodybuilding champions, both male and female, at the regional, state, Australian and world level, with my main champion being Mark Costanti, who had won the Mr Australia competition four times. And on one particular day, A new member, a young man of 20, asked me if I would help him get ready for the IFBB Junior Mr Australia, which is a federation that I hadn't been involved with since 1981, as the IFBB contests were not considered, by everyone that knew, to be natural bodybuilding competitions. But, for reasons known only to me, and now you, I had a soft spot for that particular contest and division, so I said yes. We had three months. He and I did everything we could to get him into the best possible condition for the day of competition. As usual, the junior division was heavily contested and the standard was outstanding. And in that environment, we placed second. 20 years earlier, with little knowledge and information, me and another athlete achieved the exact same result. I now had an enormous bank of knowledge and information, 20 years more full-time practical experience along with constant and rigorous research and further study to become a master trainer. And I achieved the same result. I am now 65. I have coached and trained and helped and mentored so many people to become better versions of themselves, and in some cases, champions, that my abilities as a coach are without question. But my question and it is one that has baffled and confounded me for a long time is, is it knowledge and information that has allowed me to achieve these things? Or, is it an ability to motivate the person I'm working with to push themselves and remain focused and motivated, and as long as that was there, I could have given them a variety of different information options as it wasn't that important. In the bigger picture, what is truly more important when it comes to being able to take someone from one position to a more improved position? Is it the information, the knowledge, or the motivation, the inspiration? As I am now largely retired from training one-on-one and I've switched to sharing my knowledge and information via the internet and all my new social channels, this question has come back into my mind. As someone who is listening, you, do you want information or motivation or both? How do I run this channel and what should I create to help you? Within this world, I am a social media novice, and I am learning as I go, so if you have any thoughts or views on this, then please let me know in the comments. Anyway, that is my rambling over. I thank you for listening, and I look forward to spending some time with you again. Bye for now.